The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Contact the best authorities. Check on anything that seems to be extraordinary, no matter what it is. When you see something that's frightening, it looms large in the consciousness. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition. The Boogie Monster, podcasting the unknown. Going. Is that, is that what we do? We check the levels live. Uh-huh. Okay. Check. How am I doing? Yeah, everybody's great. Sit. Yeah. What do you mean? Are you they sure? Filmed, they did erase some of the most important footage of the moon landing. What does that mean? I guess some of, like, the best... I think the, some of the higher... I just actually heard it on, like, one of those Comedy Central Instagram, the more you know type things they were doing. But it was... <laughs> so let's just take it with great salt. Mm-hmm. But that, like, the actual <laughs> better definition, better quality footage got deleted. Mm. Not not alternate. What do you footage. mean deleted? Because I think yeah, that's NASA it. had so much footage, they were constantly like wiping tapes to reuse, and they'd wiped some of the. I just I don't feel like I believe that less. Yeah, that's you're on the boards today, Dave. You you got to check the computer. What well, no, mean? I don't believe. I believe that you no, saw I that. I don't believe that it's. Uh, that sounds like shenanigans. To yeah, me. if ever well, there was an event to stock up on videotape, it just feels like yeah that it's not like. NASA is your drunk uncle who taped over his wedding. Yeah. He's like, we just... You got eight... <laughs> it was Bristol, honey. That's okay. a short track. <laughs> <laughs> oh, This is the Boogie Monster, by the way. Uh, yeah, I'm Dave. That's let Kyle. Him know. And, let him uh, know. That beautiful uh, Tennessee drawl you hear is our good buddy Billy Wayne Davis. How you doing, bud? I'm doing... It's a thrill to be here, I'll Thanks be for joining us, man. It is. I'm this is a- the first uh, Boogie Monster we've ever done at my pad. Yeah, we're at Dave's house. Yeah. Dave and Katie's house. Yeah. I Dave. just want to say I'm a long-time listener. This is my first time calling in. Oh, yeah? This is... <laughs> Dave, give me... Let's give your Wi-Fi password out. Yeah? Do you need the Wi-Fi? Let me guess what yours is. Is it Banana Boat? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't give it away yet, Katie. Is it the Friendship? Bingo. Really? Aw. <laughs> Katie's the captain of the, of the Friendship. That's <laughs> That's a nice. I really shouldn't have announced that because now I need the password. That's yeah, all right. Hey, nobody knows where you live. Yeah, should give. We'll get you the password. I don't know where it's at, but uh, we're on. Yeah, Nine- don't, don't <laughs> give that out yet. Nine five one. We can pause it up. No, all right. Hold on. Why is the cable guy? He just give you a password. Yeah, they usually have it underneath yeah. when you buy a modem. My parents. Oh, yeah, the little sticker. Every time I go to my parents, is if they get a new modem, they're like, yeah. it's underneath, and it's like ZYX. Yeah. Like, Jesus that Christ. That is a... That's one of the more patience testing endeavors is a... What's the Wi-Fi password? Your father was dicking around, <laughs> screwed up everything. Now the dryer doesn't work. I don't think that's connected that's to the not, internet, Mom. It mm, There was something. He fucked it up. Came with a website. <laughs> it's not the same thing, Mom. Well, yeah, thanks for joining us here, Billy. Did he push play again? So, yeah, yeah we're, no, we're rolling. We're rolling again. Real professional operation here. Billy, uh, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Where you, you're from Tennessee. Yes. Bill, you're so I'm from, from Tennessee. Uh, Crossville, Tennessee. Yeah. Which is where? It's in East. It's like on the edge. My county's on the edge of the central and eastern time zone. Oh, okay. Which is a weird way so to I'm grow sure that up. That just made life yeah. even harder. And, uh, I mean, still going back sometimes. That's I would screw up going to shows in Indiana because then part of Indiana mm-hmm. just didn't deal with yeah time zones, but then some did. Like go state by state. Yeah. Don't yeah because dick. it's it's not even state by state. It's county by county. That's how it is in Tennessee yeah. too. Because Chattanooga is like eastern. Yeah. And then Nashville Central. Yes. So you were kind of right there on the between Eastern and Central. Yeah. I'm right there on I-40 mm-hmm. between Nashville and Knoxville. Okay. So So you grew oh. up there? You grew up in Crossville? Yeah. Cumberland Plateau. 
I had a question, but I was looking at the lights on the oh, thing. That's okay. If you follow uh, weird <laughs> shit, it's the home of the largest treehouse in the world. Really? Oh, but treehouse is nice. Yeah, but, but you can't see, go on it anymore because kids are fornicating, doing drugs. This guy That's what you do in a treehouse. That's what I said. But this guy built it because Jesus told him if he started building it, he'd always have materials. Hmm. And then he kept building it. It's awesome, but you can't go near it now. You but. can't go far. Did, do you think anybody's banged in that fake Noah's Ark they made yet? Yeah. What would it be in a, a religious? Yeah. It's a, very close to a lot of universities. That's in Kentucky, that's right? Like yeah. a, that, that's like a goal then. Seems like a destination, that. yeah. Have you seen it? No, it, I can't. It yeah. That guy came to my school and spoke. In, like, elementary Noah? school. Not Noah, the guy that started that thing. Oh, other Noah, too? Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's got a, he looks like Abraham Lincoln. Huh. I remember, and I remember being, like, sixth or seventh grade when he came to speak in the gym, thinking, like, this seems like the opposite of what they've been teaching us in this school. <laughs> Just that that quick memory. I just remember thinking, like, this is all the backwards yeah. from what they just said. And I just and but then I remember my seventh grade science teacher because they had to teach evolution, uh, rolling out a video. They had to. Yes, because yeah. that's. And he said, "I'm required by the state to show you this video," and it was about evolution. It and was, I was about actual science. Yeah, and I just remember thinking, like, this is makes sense to the rest of what you've been teaching us. Yeah. When did you When did you leave? How old were you when you left? Uh it was as like uh, eighteen, I guess, as soon as I could. But so, I had a job but, that summer and then left, and I've never really been back. Yeah, but yeah. okay, like our pal Fritz, though. Like, were you? Did you have like-minded friends when you're like, man, this place is pretty? I, I don't want to shit on your hometown. You I can been there, but like when you're growing up, like this place is pretty fucked. Well, to me, it was. We need to leave, everybody. So small. I'd already. I felt like done the stuff. Yeah, and there's more stuff to go see. Like any time I got to leave, I was very excited. I did some like student council stuff where they'd send me other places, and I was just remember loving, be like, "Oh, there's like more people like me." Uh huh. Yeah. Like in interested in other stuff besides like mud and, and shooting stuff. And when did that start for you? Because we have a lot in common as, as far as our background and our upbringing. But like, when did it click for you of like, "Hey, I don't want to just be the status quo." Of of the rural South, you know, I I want to open my mind a little more than than what's around here. Oh, I just kept going further. Mm-hmm. My thing was like, I don't think there was ever. I think the the point where it's like the adult point where I was like, I need to get out of this region mm-hmm. was when I had started stand up, mm-hmm. and because of my name and my accent, people being kind of mad at what I was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that that shows up a lot in your act. Of yeah, like, well, like because a, yeah, Billy Wayne Davis with that southern drawl, you just oh, I know what this guy's going to wait. What? And then mad? Oh, no, he likes gay people. It's like, and like, why are you okay with all that? Mm-hmm. You just like you're okay with anything, and you're you like, sound like a friend, but you truly a friend. It's like it. It's like I trick them. Yeah. Uh, which I I mean I kind of do. I mean I could not go by that name uh-huh. and everything, but it is kind of fun. But. I think it was just like I just kept moving away. Like I went and played baseball in Middle Tennessee, and I was amazed that everyone was amazed by my accent. And I was like, I'm from an hour and a half from here. <laughs> really? Yes. In college, they thought you were a bumpkin? Oh, man. It was like from going like Gallatin, Tennessee, which is like 30 minutes. It's, it's where Johnny Cash lived and whatever. It's like right next to Nashville. Yeah. An hour and a half from where I grew up, people were like, listen to this guy talk. And I'd be like... <laughs> I think I sound like you guys. <laughs> yeah. That's, Danny Callis in Chicago has a joke. He's like, I got the kind of accent where people don't think I went to college. It's <laughs> 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 like a, it supersedes everything else. Yes. That might be coming out. That like, great Jesse Case joke. He was like, you know, they say that the uh, the southern accent sounds dumb and you like want to fight that. But then when I want to sound dumber than I do, I just do a more southern accent. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, that is the <laughs> that is what we do. Well, it's, yeah, it's like a guy Branham joke. I don't know why gay people sounds like sound like this. Maybe it's the number of dicks hitting my thorax, <laughs> whatever part of the throat. Well, like I I've got a bit of a southern accent, like, but back home I don't. Nope. Back home, they think I'm some yuppie Hollywood. Oh, I've changed. For yes. But when I when I was out here driving Lyft, literally every third customer who got in the car, where are you from? 
like yeah. sarcastically, like <laughs> like oh yeah yeah I'm yeah I'm not from Tokyo. here. Tokyo, like, you know, <laughs> out here I just sound like a fucking inbred hillbilly. I get Australia sometimes out here. Really? Yeah, it's the only Who place are you that's talking ever. To? I don't know, but it's happened. That's like, not your accent. That's the, you know, it's happened four or five times. That's what I thought too. But like the fourth or fifth time, I was like, "This is something weird. This just happens in no, L.A." L.A. brings a lot of dumb people. Yes, mm-hmm. this place. You know what? You don't need to be smart to have a dream. No. So you, no, you need to be pretty here. dumb to have you a dream. Come here. Yeah. This everything we're trying is pretty stupid. Stupid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was I was making a joke yesterday. I'm like, I'm glad I'm. I'm I'm not smart enough to be depressed, but I'm too dumb to not get angry at things. Yeah. Like, I, if I analyze things, I don't get sad, but, like, my computer doesn't work, I'm like, I'll punch it. Yeah. Does that work? Punching my computer? Mm-hmm. No, I've broken two of them. Two, do you really punch them? Yeah. This, last, this one I have, uh, I went back to the <laughs> Apple store, I'm like... Punched I'm it. Like I wrecked this one. I just need another one. I don't want any bullshit. He's like, you want Apple Care? You can punch it two more times in the next three years. <laughs> Bring it back. I'm like, sold. That's a good. <laughs> I was like, you you could tell where I was at with these devices. I'm like, yeah, give me the Apple Care. That's that's a good salesman. That's like a true Apple genius. Where yeah, he's like, yeah, no, I he, got you. He, he addressed. He could see, but and then I was like looking at the USB ports. I'm like, I gotta get a bunch of new bullshit now. Yeah, why is they that? Changed it, and the guy was like. It's $60 here, but you could use one of our iPads to go on Amazon and buy one for 30 bucks right now. I'll help you. I was like, I like you a lot. Buddy. That is a nice... That calmed me down in this moment, actually. <laughs> yeah, because the anger... I did go... I, could, I was getting hot. I was like, oh, it's a thing. Mm. So, Bailey, what was high school like? Uh, did you have a diverse high school in Crossville, Tennessee? What do you mean by diverse? <laughs> yeah, there were men and women. Men and women. <laughs> mm-hmm. Seriously, what was... Uh, what was there was what a black think? guy there. Did you there have, was. Did you have any there black was. Folks? There was a black... There was a couple black guys. One was blind. Oh, me and the principal were the only two people, I think, that thought that was funny. And and the <laughs> blind guy, too. He was like, he was like, am I like the only black dude? And we're like, pretty much. <laughs> he's like, that's pretty funny. And we're like, yeah, that's pretty funny. He was cool. He was I really cool. I don't see color. Yeah, he was funny. I actually don't see anything. Fine. Yeah, he was great. <laughs> He's like, uh, uh, and then, but it was just, yeah. And I remember kids being racist, and that fascinating me. Uh huh. Because I was like, we don't know any black people. Yeah. How can you hate someone you've never met? Absolutely. I don't like Kevin because of that shit he pulled in third period. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like that's who I hate right now is Kevin because what he said that was true, but I didn't like that he said it. But the racism thing fascinated me. And it still does. As you can tell, it's still every time I talk about it, I'm like, I don't. And then it's like, it's because it's taught. Yeah. Over, yeah, I remember just like a kid growing up, like one of my best friends growing up would be on the bus and be like, oh, this is stuff where all the Mexicans get off the bus. And I would notice, I'm like, well, it, it is. But he would say it. Ha ha, yeah. Mexicans live in around a, here. In a disdainful way. And then I said it to him like a couple weeks later. I'm like, as a step bro, the Mexican gets off. He's sitting next to me. He's like, well, this is Eric. He's Mexican. I'm like, well, why did you say it the other way? <laughs> to and Eric, are you getting off? Because if not, then that proves the whole theory wrong. Yes. But it was like, well, you were racist because your dad's racist. But then you made a friend who's Mexican. And now you're like, I'm not racist. Like, no, I'm not. Well, ra- that's how the world should work. You should not uh, mime or mimic the. Uh, but was he. Still racist, but not against Kevin or what or Eric or whatever. I forgot I, the guy's that's name. That's the confusion where someone always has their their exceptions. Yeah, we're like he's a cool one though. Yeah, like you hear stuff like that where we grew up. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like uh, T. Martin. You know, the quarterback of the, the Vols or something. You're just people, like yeah. What? People were getting, we had we had a lot of uh, Latinos and a lot of uh, Indian and Middle Eastern people, and that was usually the target. Because then eventually we had like two black people in my high school and they were celebrities because everybody was like, man, I want to be friends with the black yeah. guy. You only had two black folks in the Chicago suburb? Yeah. Wow. That makes sense. But I would have never just, guessed that. It was, it was um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, uh, you know. Was that too many? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> oh, they can talk together, come up with a plan. That's, that's threatening. <laughs> Do they know each other? <laughs> Don't put them just, in the raging class. Keep, keep them separate. But I mean that—that's the the irony of like what you're talking about. Like, he's one of the good ones. Like, I don't like black people, but I like the one that I know. That's well, yeah. Well, maybe. 
That's the thinking, yeah. which is always that was always fascinating mm-hmm. to me. But it's still like it's a lack of travel, I think, more than anything, because people I went mm-hmm. to high school and college with that I thought were and they were very smart people, but they haven't traveled or got out of their. So uh, when I go back, sometimes they say things where I'm just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. And then I have to like, it's this thing in the moment where I have to read the situation. Where I'm like, should I correct this or do I have to let this go right now? Yeah. And most of the time it's like, I'm leaving tomorrow. So this is. Yeah. It's a lot of sense. Like, oh, you don't have to make life difficult for yourself in this town of 3,000 people. By that saying, I don't. Hey, I think gay people are okay. And I think this like if somebody lives there and is like, I don't like gays. I don't like this. I also don't know anybody. That's gay, but if I met him, I'd be scared of him. Yeah. It's like, all right, just fine. Stay. Please stay here. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe just if you're refusing to learn a lesson, please stay here. Keep clocking in. <laughs> you don't yeah. clocking out. I'm not going to ask you to do your bit, but can you walk us through the bullet points of your bit about living in a small town and prom? Oh, where it's just, yeah. That's this, a true story, I'm assuming? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if I could make that up, I wouldn't be a comedian. <laughs> I'd just be running. That's a great story. Uh it was, um, yeah, it's, what happened was, like, when I was, in, like, in fifth or fourth or fifth grade, I had this older cousin, second cousin or something like that, he got in a fight with this dude who was doing something at a party, he had a gun, he shot the dude. Um, Your cousin shot the dude? Yeah. Just shot him? Yeah. I mean, I don't know for sure, because uh-huh. I wasn't yeah. there. And I do this, like, I just recorded some stuff, uh, and I... I have the whole bit about it. It's like 30 minutes. but And i that's before I would, when I was working it out, I realized, like, I have to, I had to preface it before because of whatever the times or anything. But I, I figured out how to do it in a joke form. But for a while, I was just like, I don't know if this is how this actually happened. This is how I was told in uh-huh. fifth grade, and I've made yeah. that memory funny. So but that's, that's ha- all comedy. Like everybody should understand, it's not a. They should. It's not a court testimony. <laughs> yeah. Don't hold it as. But yeah, and I figured true. out like oh, and it's so you just figure out how to like tell the judge, like make it funny while you're explaining that it's okay to enjoy it. Yeah. Because for whatever reason, people get weirded out by certain. Just when you're talking, I was like, "This didn't happen. This happened to me." Yeah. Happened, my cousin. So he, he murdered something, something yeah. happened. Gun yeah. went off. The other dude died. Died. The big court, you know, the court and everything. Blah blah blah. Was everything was paranoia for a year or so. I remember in fifth grade. I don't remember details. Just I just remember shit got real. And like, I don't want to say my innocence was lost, but I remember it was around the time where I was like, things aren't the way people say they are. <laughs> yeah. So what happened to your cousin? Not everybody's just happy. Yeah. and Christmas is going to be weird. And sometimes people <laughs> shoot each other for real. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, my cousin went to prison. He, whatever, second degree murder, I think, was the what they ended up charging him Still with. Still in? No, he got out like six years later. He's like, wow. He, uh, I went and visited him. That's in the fucking bit, too. Um, <laughs> it was a, it was a transformative couple of events that involved that that stuff and uh then in high school i just knew a lot of people i got along with a lot of people and i I had like a couple girlfriends but never for very long just because i like doing too much stuff and i wanted to leave so like anytime i really liked somebody i was like oh yeah oh i gotta get the fuck Mm-mm. i can't want, like unless you, you want to leave too yeah and yeah. most of them <laughs> did not they're like this is home yeah mm-hmm we're going to do this, this, and this. And I was like, we already do that. Mm-hmm. Um, Somebody's going to say, I'm pregnant real soon. That was, I didn't have <laughs> sex in high school. And I a lot of it, I remember I said because of Jesus. But most of it's because like, anybody I knew that did got pregnant or something happened where I was like, now they live here. Yeah. And you're like, I can just fuck mm-hmm. someone in the next town. I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, But the girl, uh, one of the basketball players, she was really good. We, you know, you sit at a certain table. Every day in lunch or whatever, and then you get that group. Everybody hangs out, and she and I just got along. We were just funny, and she was like, "Why don't you get a problem with me?" And I was like, "Uh, baseball season's going on, blah blah blah." And I told my dad, and he was like, "No, you can't." He's like, "I just don't think that's a good idea." And I was like, "Why?" And he's like, "You know who her brother is, right?" And <laughs> you I was didn't like, know at the time. It never occurred, uh-huh. you know, because it was like a thing that didn't truly happen to me. Yeah. 
And I was in, yeah, so then my dad was like, what'd you say? And I was like, well, we're doing good in baseball, so probably can't go. So I just told her. Like, so that was that was victim's sister? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She's great. What What did you tell her? <laughs> I told her no. Yeah. But it was, I mean, we were, it was the real thing. We were doing well in baseball. So if we would have kept doing well, there was a chance we couldn't have gone. So I just didn't want her to be like, like spend all that money, and then I'd yeah. be like, I have to go play baseball, did, so you don't have a date because we won on Thursday. Do you? So think, I just said no. Did My she know? Changing your family. Did she again. know who your cousin was? <laughs> huh? Do you think she knew the connection at the time? I don't know. I never. I mean, I. Those Davises. I, sons I, of bitches. Yeah, I know. And that's not even the Davis side that did it. Um, I don't think so. I think we just. We were fun. Yeah. You know how you just have, like, it was like a group of people that got along. Mm-hmm. She was a year older than me. She was like, why don't you go with me? And I was like, I can't. Baseball. I don't, so. think, I don't think I had anything that ridiculous in my town. Yeah. Of, like, that, that like, happenstantial. No, I mean, and that wasn't even, I mean, the big deal that I think about in my high school was uh, one of the teachers fucked one of our friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, that went down. Female the, teacher? Yeah. Yeah. They had a yeah. Spain trip where, uh, like... This was ongoing. It was like, a... That's a not a crime, by the way. Yeah. No, it wasn't a crime. It was... He was 18. He was just an idiot. Even if he was 15, that's that's not a crime. Why is that not a crime? Right. Well, to quote Adam Carolla, he says... Oh, if you, well, no, quote, I don't that's think... That, that is not... You, as your can, lawyer, you can't do you that. Can beat off to the crime after the fact, it's not a crime. 14-year-old boy getting banged by a 23-year-old female teacher. I'm going to say that you and Adam Carolla are wrong in this case. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Of course I know the legality of it and the the double standard, but, like, what 14, 15-year-old boy is going to be traumatized by that? He'd never stop high-fiving. I don't know. 14 or 15, yes, I think. That's the default answer to a 15-year-old. I think 17, 18-year-old. But I will say this. I'm a survivor of statutory rape. I'll throw that out there. Yeah. 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 I, you I, were you were how old? I was fifteen, she was eighteen. That's you knew oh, this is fucking weird. I got setup. over it. I know. It's like where give me the ages. I'm he's okay. Like, he's a like Roy Moore's fucking campaign manager over here. <laughs> <laughs> Technically I was a victim. As Adam Carolla said, what's up with all these bitches being sluts or whatever he says? No, I'm just, just saying the I just point, want like, to be the Homer Simpson. Fifteen year old boy hooks up with a twenty three year old female teacher. I will say this he's, though he's reliving that moment for he a while. was in love with her mm-hmm. yeah. genuinely oh so somebody and maybe she, manipulated the feelings of a 15 year old well he was 18 year old oh, he, was, eight, he was 18 she was 23 24 but she was looking like the more we looked back on it uh, that was a funny event too because like she was hot like, she's like hot yeah. And one time I was like in her room doing something, and it felt like I remember thinking like it feels like she's flirting with me. But I was also eighteen. And I was like, I would just remember thinking like that was me wanting her to flirt with me because mm-hmm. she's very hot. And then cut to like three or four months later, my friend being like, "Yo, dude's fucking Miss So and So," and I was like, "Oh, but yeah." You have a imagine like that's where the I, I could see the criminality coming into it. Is that you're talking about? Yeah, you got to leave and learn things. You're in high school. You yeah. don't leave high. Oh, if somebody dated somebody from another high school, you're like, what's that like? Does yes, that weird over there. It's like the Seinfeld where Elaine finds the opposite group yeah. of friends. Bizarro. Yeah. So the fact that like, oh, you're a teacher. Maybe maybe just because you're 23 year old, you're a hot lady, doesn't mean you can't be all dinged up in a brain and be like, oh, I have a stable of horny boys coming in here, horny fuck ponies. That are in the best shape of their lives. Oh, yeah. Ready to do this. Just and I'm gonna swinging. Say th- yeah, I'm going to say this one. Yeah. Yeah, that's preying on youth. Yeah. No, no she preyed on wrong, who she... But I'm saying... She preyed on who she preyed on, for real. Yeah, of course. She's yeah. in the wrong. But if and a 15-year-old... You... If you banged a 15... A 15-year-old's like, I love this woman. And then you just did that? You broke a 15-year-old's brain by fucking him? <laughs> yeah. And you're 23 and trying to teach him algebra? Yeah. But I didn't think of this till later in life when I was thinking about it. Her husband was the principal at another school that she went to. Oh, boy. And was her teacher and coach. And then got her, like, right out of, like, they already had, like, two or three kids at 24. Mm -hmm. 
And that's, I mean, he plopped her. You know, it wasn't until I was lose older. Them, lose them how you get them. Yeah, and <laughs> exactly. <laughs> where she's like, hey, wait a minute. I could do this, too. Yeah. And it was like, but the I remember the funniest thing was like, there was like four of us, four or five people that knew for like three weeks. Yeah. Like, that was the only people in the world. And then one girl that found out, one guy told a girl he shouldn't have told that didn't like the guy that was doing the stuff, mm. like was mad at him for some other like stuff from, you know, earlier in high school. And then the next day I went to school and the whole school knew. It was like, I couldn't stop laughing all day. I was like, yesterday, no one knew. Now, mm-hmm. everyone knows. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's like high schooler. Like, I, so imagine, funny. Like, imagine now with face. Imagine being 14 with Facebook. I would oh, be, we'd all geez. be in jail. We would be in jail. I don't know. I would not know how to maintain. I, I finally saw um, that movie, Eighth Grade. Have you seen it? I haven't it? seen yeah. it yet I because. It. it was great. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was great. I thought it was like, as far, like the the actress, that the main the main actor in it, she was great. Yeah. And as far as just how to navigating youth, I'm like, I don't know. It was educational. I'm like, how clumsy? Like, just being that age was humbly and weird anyway. During the first time you, like, made out with somebody? Yeah. I'm going to put my face on a screen all the time. And then here's my. Yeah. I guess. What could go wrong if I, uh, yeah, take a picture of my junk? Yeah, in a moment. We're like, this is funny. Yeah. Because all the dumb shit. Like you remember when like people used to tuck their balls up in between and do the Buffalo yeah, Bill thing and then turn game. around and then they were like, "Hey, look, yeah. hog oh, nose growler." I'm in somebody else's comedy show now. Yeah, someone who didn't do comedy before was a friend of a friend or something. We were all drunk in New Orleans partying, and she went somewhere like, "Hold my phone," and they. Look at snap! Just can't see anything. Pulled the pants open. Snap! Uh, dr- drunk in New Orleans shit, and then my friend just grabs the phone, goes to mom, and sends it. And now there's uh, I'm friends with her. She asked permission to put it in there. I'm like, I did something, and I'm not. You gotta. <clears throat> I'm yeah. embarrassed that I did it, but if you doing that, <clears throat> putting in your show because you think it's funny, I, okay. If you're not trying to shame me, yeah. Or if you are, I did that. And I will live up to being a drunken idiot in New Orleans and taking a picture of my junk with your phone. Well, so technically, I didn't send you a dick pic. I hand delivered it. Some amount of shame is healthy. Like not feeling any shame—that's not fucking healthy. That's being yeah. a sociopath. Yes. Yeah. Shame keeps you in check. Yeah. Or is that a psychopath? Like I never remember. I think the murder thing is that that's always my my distinguishing difference. Is like a sociopath won't necessarily. Like physically harm anybody? No, but they'll like just manipulate behaviors. Yeah, and a psychopath will like make people do whatever they need to do to get what they want. That's I, I was watching Dex. I didn't watch all of Dexter, but I watched a few seasons. Yeah, of Dexter, the, like seeing how he's trying to like uh, pretend to have emotions around <laughs> somebody's kids or something. Like there's a scene like they're all they're all playing by the pool, and like the kids and the dads are there, and the dads like playing with the kid and throws the kid in the pool. Like, oh, dad, you're so funny. And he's like. Uh, and he just sees like his girlfriend's kid and just throws him in the pool. I was like, what are we, fuck are you doing? Like, doing? He did that. I was just, being a person. Yeah, it's like a, a robot trying to be a part of the world. I don't, not knowing much about the subject, like everything else on the show, I thought it was a pretty good depiction. Of yeah. Hmm. So I think it explains how they operate. If that means, yeah. Well, my, yeah. What emotion do I need to display to get something? This is world? yeah. It's constantly manipulating yeah which has got to be exhausting on some degree so after high school you go where'd you go to college i played baseball for two years i went to a junior college uh which was awesome i'm glad i did Learned how to win, if that makes sense. Like, we won. I played with, like, a bunch of guys that were from programs that were like, this is how you do this. And you're like, oh, shit, cool. I like, I've always wanted to do this. No one else in my town that, was down to do this. I've never heard it said with such a, well, I'll learn how to win. It was you know, like. You will learn how to win. I was like, I'll learn how to win. And it was like that. <laughs> it's a mental thing more than anything else. We're like, these dudes just showed up every day. And we're like, well, we're going to beat whoever comes here. Yeah. And then we did every time, and I was like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. 
But like the way, and you know, it's not even like winning as far as like the way it's used right now. Like winning and like that. To me, it's just yeah. more about how to succeed in life. It was like every day you showed up to do your job. And if you didn't, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Which was nice. I and then people the way, started cheating and stuff, and that's when I was like, "Oh, you guys want it more than I do." People were cheating opposite. at junior college baseball. Oh, yeah, I've never said this on the podcast. <laughs> oh. Four years of high school football, zero and forty. Wow, went over four years in a row. We sucked. We had good players. We just didn't have enough of them. Like we were playing. Everybody was playing both ways. We had like you never won we had like twenty one. No, o and forty. So you were over ten, over ten, over ten. Were you and anybody else on the team the whole time? What's that? Was it just you? I mean, was it your fault? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, trying, just, I'm trying. One to statistician like, like Stone's yeah. fault. Well, so you were the only. You're the common denominator in all these losses. <laughs> and Dave. what was so so frustrating about that is we were um, we were a really small school. But for some reason, you know how high school sports... They're, they're, we only had nine players. <laughs> they divide you up. You, like, you're in different regions. I don't know if that joke's funny. <laughs> but we good. were in, like, the <laughs> toughest region. We were in, like, you know, 5A. We're uh-huh. playing all the big schools, like the Metro Why? Atlanta school. I don't know. And we're all we're always like, <laughs> so can they were we play, like... Gerrymandering your, your districts? I guess. But, like, <laughs> we would have won some games had we been in a lesser conference or a lesser region. But we were in, like, top-tier region... And like just got destroyed every year, every game. O for ten, O and ten, four years in a row. Because then you didn't make the playoffs. I've been like O for forty one. I mean, you talk about frustrating, <laughs> like discouraging, like showing up to practice every day, knowing you your team hadn't won a game in six years. I don't know how you do that. It sucked. I I spiked a volleyball past of athlete in our gym class once and that's um one for one that's a good i I spiked it and i knew i must have done something good because he immediately wanted to kick my ass that's awesome i got got nothing to do with it i'm just like at the net and all of a sudden you know you're dicking around playing (laughs) grab ass and all of a sudden somebody sets it up like oh i'm gonna spike it and i did it and it went past him because everybody underestimated me in gym he's like you're fucking dead man i'm gonna fucking kill you i'm like i just like, Did, I didn't. I'm playing volleyball. Take it easy. You're not even you. one of the volleyball players. That is. You're on the soccer team. That is. That's. I mean, that was the difference between football and baseball to me too. I noticed I could have more conversations with more people on the baseball team. Oh, not as aggro. Yeah, definitely yeah. not nearly as aggro. A little like, more cerebral. You we, know. Yeah. We had a sadistic. Uh, I don't know if I. It's not, if I don't know if I told this story. They would do. Uh, <clears throat> It was a split freshman sophomore class. I'm small now. Yeah, I was like, me and my buddy Joe were two of the tiniest dudes when, as freshmen, we got to high school. And I remember, like, and again, where comedy starts, they said self defense. Comedy is the only thing that's almost got my ass kicked every time. Is opening my mouth. See, I feel like I'm the athlete version of you, where I was like always in athletics, but I was the smallest one because my dad was always like a coach, so I was like thrown in. So this is where my coordination. Yes. I didn't I, have any of that. But that's where my mouth came from. I always want to be a smart ass. Well, no, I had to be because they were just throwing me around. Yeah. And I'm like, listen, I, like, I'm gonna, I'll make you laugh to the point where, like, I'm not a threat. Yes. yes. What, what are you going to get out of kicking my ass? You're going to look like a jerk. Yes. Because people like me because I'm fun. That was me. You're that was my be, defense. Yeah, you're going to beat up the fun guy? Yes. <laughs> so I remember being in the locker room. There are bigger guys than you that like me. Thank God. I know. We're in the locker room. Me and my buddy Joe like at the urinals. Some guys are like, what, fucking kids in here? I'm like, yeah, man, we're on a field trip. <laughs> and Joe's like, shut up. We're going to die. <laughs> yeah, I am a kid. But they played king of the circle. They took a freshman and sophomores, lined them up biggest to heaviest. Or biggest, uh, yeah, biggest to smallest. That's mean as hell. <laughs> biggest to heaviest. <laughs> You're big, but you ain't fat. This is getting a tub of shit. But I mean, you're no fatter than you're big, so you need but to go no, over it was, here. It was smallest to biggest, and they took the smallest friend. Just the, just the coach bored God. and pulling some fucking – am I using Machiavelli in the right way? Caesar, you know, like a mm-hmm. Roman emperor type shit. Would take the smallest freshman and the biggest sophomore and make them do king of the circle. Huh. And I'm all the way here, and I get this giant Greek son of a bitch who's already a jerk and just huge for his age. And it's just get, like sumo wrestle, get out of the circle on the mat. Yeah. Who won? I did. Yeah? 
You not, beca- not because of skill, but because he's a big dude being cocky, and I just moved quick enough, and he stepped out of the circle. Nice. Coach's like, Kadane, you're a- you did it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm dead. Thanks, dude. I'm dead. Because then in the locker room, every single kid like, fucking Kadane can beat him. I could take him out. And this dude was ready to fight the whole gym class. <laughs> Me for I'm like, I didn't. You hey. I'll tell everybody you won. I don't give a shit about this class. I said that to a dude <laughs> in college, this big defensive lineman. Well, I, after I quit playing baseball, I went to a bigger school because I just wanted to party. I was like, you guys are too intense. I can't play baseball every day. This is a lot. Really? So you just got burnt out? Yeah. And like like I said, people were doing steroids and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, well, I'm not. qualify as a cheating? That was, it wasn't, I mean, I called my dad. I was like, it's, everyone, so many people were doing it. It's not cheating. It's the way. And then it came yeah. out and. Like a couple years later is when it was the big story came out and all that. Then I was like, yeah, I yeah. know, right? <laughs> like it came out a big story in college or you're talking about like baseball. Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball, yeah, where, where it was just like night. I had figured out because Home of derby, yes. where I was at. Yeah, where I was at in the time frame because I was, you know, pro scouts were coming to watch friends of ours and me sometimes. Did you get scouted? Yeah, but like just because I was on a good team and my right arm was – Right. Yeah, like, let me pat you on the dick a little bit here. Great ball player. <laughs> Billy can rake. Got a cannon. What the, Baseball's always funny because <laughs> when you're... that means. It still makes me feel good, and it has, <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. You know, I was like, God was like... I didn't know. That seems like more of a grounds... When you're uh, when you're just playing around <laughs> with buddies, like <laughs> me, you, and a couple other buddies used to go out a few years ago and, and play uh, about once a week. But the one guy who just throws so hard, you're like, hey, take it easy, Billy. Come, come on, man. <laughs> I just can't. Like, I got, got soft hands. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, there, and if I throw it less than I don't know where it's going. It's that was like this thing where I was like, oh, I can do this thing, uh-huh. and this I can see where this takes me. You're a catcher, right? Yeah, and I like that because mm-hmm. mentally, I would just get bored if I played any other position because uh-huh. it's fucking boring. I get yeah. when people are like, baseball's boring. I'm like, no, no, I, I love why, it. It's my favorite, I, but I understand I like, why people it is think hard that. To defend that, yeah. yeah that's why it's the only one I like out of major sports. I'm like, everybody seems like they're mellow and enjoying this. Not it's like. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. 70% of baseball is doing what we're doing right now. Like yeah. my friend who <laughs> I'm good at this part of baseball. You're really good at it. You would be I'm you would ath- make a I'm lot of athlete. You'd make a lot of teams. <laughs> yeah, Kyle would be a good teammate. Yes. He's fun in the dugout. Be a good utility infielder. <laughs> yes. Just eating, yes. eating sunflower seeds. Oh, or just like it. watching the bullpens, <laughs> make sure no one gets hit. <laughs> He's like, he's what's his roster spot? And you're like, just yeah. don't. He's that's guy. He opens the sunflower seeds for us. He's, he's always <laughs> asking questions. He's fun. He's got the best bubble gum. <laughs> the rain delay, you get Kyle in the dugout. We're gonna have a good time. Keeps the spirits up. Uh there's a lot of stories in baseball too, so that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we're talking about? So okay, so you you play for two years, you get BWD. burnt out. I know it feels like so. Getting you go from baseball to partying. What school did you transfer to? A Western Kentucky, okay. which is in Central Kentucky. Uh, terrible yeah. geography program. We're not trying to make any sense out of where you're from. Um, we learned that earlier. No, don't, <laughs> don't. Uh, yeah, well, like I said, I just kept going. That was like an I, uh, where I went to junior college was like an hour and a half from where I grew up, and then Western Kentucky was like an hour and a half from there, and then after that, I went back to Nashville. But Western was fun because I just like wanted to drink and figure stuff out, and uh, that's where I started believing conspiracy theories. Actually, oh yeah, I joined a fraternity there, huh? And uh, like I said, I was ready to party. They really sold me on that beer and <laughs> pussy thing, and then you get in, you're like, this is not what you guys said it was at oh, all. Oh man, I, I didn't understand old money. Guy. No, it. My dad tried to warn me. He's like, you're not like those dudes. Mm-hmm. He's like, you'll like three or four of them. But with but, enough hazing, I will be. Well, and well, that was the funny thing. I played baseball for two years where there's no body looking over you because you've yeah. had years of hazing. So we just fucked with everybody. and ba- Everyone was constantly getting fucked with. Yeah. So when I went and joined a fraternity, I was older than some of the kids trying to fuck with me. And then my buddy that I was in the pledge class with, he played football for two years. So he was like 6'3", 240, just ripped. So they couldn't fuck with us either. What would they? I've still like I only know the movie representation of fraternities. Yeah. Like I don't know, what, or the news stories because a kid died because he drank. <laughs> well, it's a crazy. Box of wine up his ass. It's literally crazy though that 
like one uh, one brother a night doesn't die because it is just a house full of kids with a lot of money and unlimited time. That was an old Nate Craig joke. When Nate Craig looks like he should be the head of a fraternity, yes, he he's does. like, what's going on with fraternity guys? I thought they were supposed to fall off roofs. How come they haven't done that in a while? It's <laughs> just angry. Like, why aren't they dying anymore? Aren't they supposed to fall off roofs? It's because everyone's watching them. Did yeah, you uh, experience this, especially in the South? I, I, was, I was not in a fraternity. I did barely went to college. But I, uh, when I was in Athens, Georgia, I worked at a radio station right next to a fraternity. And I spent two years living in a big college town. But I, I was uh, amazed at the phenomenon of, like, like, rich good old boys. Yeah. There were like these. Yes, no, I didn't know that. These boys yes. wanted to be like Southern good old boy rednecks, but they got like a $60,000 F350 that their daddy bought them. Yes. It's like, eh. That's just, it's just a Cadillac. Yeah. <laughs> but that is, car, it yeah. is like a, yeah, well, that's what it is. It's like this act yeah. because their daddy is probably an insurance salesman, the best insurance salesman in like one county. Mm-hmm. But they also own a cattle farm that they don't run. Yeah. But, but yeah, they fancy themselves these real blue collar types. But yeah, but they reality, got crazy money. Crazy money. Well, that's when I started because I met these alumni from our fraternity, and like sometimes they'd meet in our house, like in the basement, and they were like business people and lawyers and judges. And then like our guys would get in trouble, and they're like, "We'll try to get in front of this judge and wear your yeah. pen and do this." And I was like. Well, if these redneck motherfuckers are doing this at this level, people with actual power are yeah. doing this. All that skull and bone stuff they talk For real. about, like I believe, like you know that what's uh, what's the um, uh, the uh, red the uh, Republican Burning Man? What is it up north? Oh, oh Bohemian Grove. Yes. Yeah, where well, yeah. you realize that's all that is is just a big country club frat party for people that disagree with, you know. It's being good for society. Yes, <laughs> it's well, get together, that, make your connections, and hey, when I need a favor, I met this guy when we were, had our dicks out yelling at this burning owl statue. That's when that when Alex Jones went and did that. I remember yeah. watching that and being like, "Oh, that's just ritual. This is a fraternity. This is all this well, fucking like, is." Yeah, I've, and also like, why is like, man, this is these are your friends, dude. For Alex Jones, like later on, you're like, yeah, man, this is what you want. That's what you, you're just mad you weren't invited. That yeah, was yeah. his thing, I think. Yeah, yeah. No, I that that's when I was like, oh, if and then you know, my sister's well, he's my brother in law, I guess now. Um my sister's husband. My brother in law, he went to Yale and I was like, Were you did you do one of those Yeah secrets? and he's just he's like matter of fact about stuff and he was like, I got approached but I don't like drinking, so I was like, I don't care. And I was like, Oh, so but he was he's not like politically minded or anything like that. So yeah. the networking didn't interest him either. He's like, I'm already at fucking Yale. Why do I need you to get in a smaller group? Yeah, What's he do now? He runs a private school in Chattanooga. Uh, what? Well, how much of that cool. is it like? Like what I think about what Scientology is, like a frat. Like, was there any element of like, oh, you get drunk and you share all these secrets, but then if somebody wants to, like, hey, you know how you did this thing? You don't want anybody to know, and you trust us as your brother. Yeah, now you're gonna do us a favor. Like, I wonder if there's like. If there's that element, that's the conspiratorial th- part of it. I Gotta think be. some. I'm sure some of them use that. But I yeah. think yes. I think, and it depends on like I think certain secret societies probably do that. And I think, but I think fraternities probably were used used to be a lot worse. But now, because of the like the lack of information spreading, so there was like more mystery to all that shit. But like there's like a word we weren't allowed to say our whole pledge, like the whole semester, you're not allowed to say Phi Alpha. That probably gives away what fraternity was an SA. Um, uh, but it doesn't. You can't say the name of your fraternity. No, it, no, Phi Alpha was this thing you say to your brothers or whatever. And like, I just ran into, I just met this this dude through my wife, and he's very funny and silly and this actor. And you would never, he was like, Yeah, I was an SA at, at fucking Arizona State. And I just did the handshake, and he was like, Phi Alpha. And we both laughed because it's the silliest There's shit. There's a handshake? Oh, it's, <clears throat> it's a handshake and the really? whole thing. Yeah. But what's funny is like what's I was, SA stand for Sigma Alpha Sigma Alpha Epsilon. Okay. What's also funny was like I was friends with a lot of Sigma Chi's because they were more ath- they were more athletes. So uh-huh. that's how I would just go play basketball and stuff with them. Mm-hmm. And then one night we were drunk and I was like, "What's your handshake?" And we figured out we both had the same handshake. <laughs> so all our secret hands just like there's so many there's only so many things you can do with your hands yeah. when you shake. So. <laughs> it just seems so silly. So funny. Yeah, I always laugh like, "Yeah, man, fraternities are stupid." Like we'd always go see punk shows on a 
on like college cams. Like, oh man, these fraternities are ridiculous. Anyway, do you have your put buttons from the band on, and do you have your it's, the right yeah. T-shirt? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I did. We did play this one house in at, uh, in DeKalb. And they were just the BMX house. Like some BMX riders lived there and all these punks. But so they had it looked like Greek letters, but it just said BMX over the door. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, But yeah, I just it was just that attitude of like, I, un- I understand the idea of wanting to belong, but why does it have to come with excluding other people so you can belong? It's just, it's just proprietary. I remember like kicking some garbage that was on the curb and then the frat guys in the house like, you fucking with our stuff? I'm like, it was- is this your garbage? Yeah, dude. Well, fuck you up, dude. I'm like, it's garbage. Like, yeah. oh, it's just, you're not getting laid tonight, so you're going to fight something. Well, it's deeper than that, because I didn't realize a lot of it, you know, as you get older, you have perspective on behaviors and stuff, yeah. stuff like that, because there a lot of that time really confused me, especially being in the fraternity, because I didn't understand old money. Like, there were people in that fraternity that knew what their life was already. Yeah, they already had it planned out. Like and Taking over the family business. Like, or, no worries in... The freedom the, to just break off and live because they're going to be fine. Fucking do whatever they wanted in this way that was I didn't understand. And, like, yeah. kind of probably envied because it was they didn't have worries. This was just this four-year experience that they were soaking in. Yeah. And then they were going to do this other thing. And they, they did this because their parents did this and they did this. So that was fucking fascinating to me. Yeah. The old money stuff. And then I never understood like the mob mentality that it would happen sometimes. Uh-huh. But it's dudes that never had like true friends. It's a lot of those dudes. Oh. So, so like there was like a co- there was like a large group that would always do everything with the and then there was like, you know, 15 or 20 of us that were just everywhere because we were like this is fun and then we got into it like when a bunch of us got into it it was because these brothers were in charge and they were really fun and carefree and then these other people got in charge and the whole thing changed and that's what made me realize like oh this is like life where it's like fuck if the wrong people get elected it fucks everything up yeah yeah and it became about money and all this other stuff, and that's when I was like, "Peace." Are you friends with any of the people from the <clears throat> that you were in a fraternity with still? Um, yeah, yeah, like probably social media, and then we'll text sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I'm friends with, like all my hometown friends still because it's like it's the people that you that you're like mindedness or what have that you gravitated towards. So that's how I was always like <clears throat> as a kid, like fraternities, like oh you got you're that desperate, you got to. Yeah. joins a thing to make friends like just make friends but then understanding that's not easy for people no see like i'm leaving home well I'm the girl i was dating I gotta go to college at least this place will help me yeah adjust idealistically is there to help you adjust and get by socially where the school's educating you you know yeah in the south too the, frater- the greek system's like very influential and that's with the party in a lot of bigger schools so mm-hmm. and i don't think i would have done it Except for the girl I was dating at the time wanted to be in a sorority. So she was like, go through Rush while I go through Rush. Yeah. And I was like, cool. And I met these group of dudes that I was like, these guys are fun. And I was like, how much is it? And it wasn't like at a big school, you know, this is like a mid-market school. So it was like it was like $400 a semester, which I was like, it's not bad. I didn't know that you had to pay every time you did fucking anything. I just thought, oh, this isn't. So I didn't do a lot of all the bullshit yeah. stuff. But it was just, yeah, so it wasn't. But then you see that these people really dig it. And then you, their dad was in it and their grandpa was in it. And it's that hookup, like, when you get out, you're going to have a job because so-and-so was in it. And mm-hmm. then... It's eight dudes or insurance agents I was in my pledge class. Eight across the state of Kentucky. They're all, they just spread out. But Which that, is like an but easy So that lab. means when you're 16 years old, you're like, I'm going to be an insurance agent. Yeah. Ugh. That's a, To me, that sounds sad. Like they thought I was insane. excited for the stability, but I'm like. I, when I started smoking yeah. pot, too, they, they really like, a lot of them are like, he's going down a bad road. <laughs> like, I remember that was like, that was like. Jack I could, Daniels, Jack Daniels, Jack Daniels. Yeah. Punch a guy. Like, hey, give me some pills. Give me uh, some pills. Yeah. Uh, this guy's real mellow and thinking things through. Yeah. <laughs> like, this smart ass keeps calling out all our terrible behavior. Yeah. That, <laughs> so it was just like, and then I found stand up because I was pretty depressed too. I didn't realize at the time. 
Yeah, man. You ever, yeah, I got that where I look back at my life like, oh, that whole time? Yeah, you were fucking miserable. Yeah. That's what that was. Yeah. I get PTSD going back home where I'm like sleeping at my folks' house. and Not to throw them under the bus, but waking up and it's such a small house, you know, I could hear in the other room. Like my mom, like, well, I don't know what he's going to do today. But I don't know. He's still in bed. I'm like, I, everyone can hear everything. They know and that. Then you, realize, then you look back to what you thought they hope you hope they couldn't hear and you're like oh my god they heard now that. i see their perspective we have a fucking sex animal in our middle bedroom i remember there's three bedrooms next to each other my sister went to college and i just lived at home till i was 26 and at one point like you're taking up end bedroom like why she's like i don't know i want you in the end bedroom your mom so, said that so i wasn't next to their bedroom and I was yeah like, because you keep fucking people no 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 uh, no other person oh that was oh, not allowed. Sorry, I gave you. Hear you in there I'm just assuming <laughs> because now that I'm there, I can hear every single oh, thing. Yeah. No, my parents still live in the same house. house. Yes, it is crazy what you think was big when you go back. Yeah. Like I went. Also, back. what you thought you got away with. Oh, and you're like very at aware. You're like they knew everything you're doing, and they just yeah. chose not to address yeah. it at the time. Just washing hard towels. I can't imagine. <laughs> it's just. Because watching my son, who's nine, do stuff, and I'm like, I know what you're doing. And then you catch him, he's like, how'd you know? I'm like, because I did it. Yeah, I made you. I made you, and I did all these things. Chad Chad Daniels jokes about his like, catches, like, I found a ruler in my son's bathroom. Mm-hmm. So we had that talk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember how the rest uh, of the big Just measured my foot. But yeah, sure you are. Okay, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just... How, but how do you handle that? better than it was handled for you if it was it wasn't handled for me it was just a i know what you're doing well not, not like it's like can't tell them to knock it off maybe the frequency could slow down my dad was the i had to take him for health and wellness in ninth grade mm-hmm. and so your dad was a teacher at your high school yeah okay. oh i thought you meant he was sick no i had, had to, to take, take him somewhere oh, that for is, health and wellness. yeah no i had to, that was a class health and wellness and that's when you got the sex lady came and did the thing. Oh, man. And I remember that day because he was taking me to school and he was like, yo. And he already knew I was like <laughs> a smart ass. That was my thing. But he allowed it because I was like, as long as I learned and I was a smart ass about what was going on, he was like, that's fine. He's like, any teacher. He kind of gave me lessons about stuff like that. And he was like, as long as you're doing the thing that's happening and you're not distracting, you can be funny. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a good trick. Did y'all have the talk before that? Not really. Because I, I wasn't, I wasn't dumb about it. I, guess, I knew how to get yeah. information. Yeah. Um, yeah. My sister said later on, she's like, "I knew in third or fourth grade, I just asked, and mom and dad told me." I was like, "I just never asked." I asked one of my questions in sex ed was, uh, "Where does the bone go when it's not a boner?" <laughs> I thought I literally had a bone in my dong, but only sometimes. And I was very concerned with where the bone went. That is the type of question that you're supposed to ask. Yes, it though. is. And kudos to you for having the courage to yeah, ask. Now, that is a good question. The, the most awkward feeling of you knowing the teacher hated doing that, and then any questions, and like it's either going to be a smartass or it's going to be silence, and it's awkward both times. And everybody who had to teach sex ed, they would throw the gym teachers under the bus. That's my dad. That's he's the P health and wellness. It was half of his. PE, oh, okay. half of his health and wellness, and then that day... He wanted day, to be a PE teacher. He was like, a fucking PE well, teacher, Well, that was yeah. all of ours. Like, the caveat was like, oh, easy, PE teacher. You got to do driver's ed and Bam. sex education. Bam. And it's like... That's exactly what he's doing. Most uncomfortable around kids, and then you have to trust them with your life yeah. when they're driving a car. <laughs> My dad's great at both. Oh, really? Good Well, he, they him. get someone from the health department to come do it, because that's what he was like on the way. He was like, no, I don't want to peep out of you today. <laughs> and he didn't tell me why. He was just like, listen, I'm cool with it all the time, just just none. And he was like, he's real. I call him like like a far-sighted Buddha, because he's just laid back, great football coach, and let people be, and then would... Yeah. And, but he rarely got like that, so I was like, "All right, motherfucker, okay." <laughs> this means this means something. Yeah, where I was like, "Oh, okay." If you don't talk to me like this all the time, then when you do, it's poignant. It was very clear he needed. I was like, "Okay," and then we come to class, and it's today we're having the sex talk, and literally the whole class just turns and looks at me, and I was like, <laughs> mm. 
<laughs> I promised. I promised my dad. He's a good dad. Nothing today. I can't. I got. <laughs> I got censored. I got set up. I have. They sent Colin Powell in here. Is what they did. <laughs> we would see like. The, some of the gym teachers were just like, all right, we're going to go through this. Like, we're running drills. Like, all right, the, the penis goes to the vagina, <laughs> it ejaculates, sperm comes Boom. out, hits the egg, that egg, that's, and then it turns into a baby. Any questions? Great. Okay. Kind of hurts. Move along. Masturbation. It's a thing. It, you can do it. Don't do it a lot, but it, you'll do it. Anyway. All right. Like, <laughs> go. Break. That's hilarious. That, but then seeing them, seeing these dudes are just... You could tell they're like the hard-ass football coaches, just petrified during driver's ed. Oh yeah, just walking back in from the Chevy Cavalier that only had an extra brake pedal on the passenger side, and you actively seeing the hair fall out of their head, just like <laughs> my dad would I got hit kids. it. I got he would kids. phantom I can't hit it. Do this, yeah. Like, like you'd be driving, my dad be like, I'm like, oh, yeah. do you want me to slow down? Is yeah. that what? And he's like, sorry, it's just. You were being scary for a minute, and I'm oh, God. phantom hit it. I had to scream at my mom, and she listens to this, but she'll know. I've, oh. I've screamed at her face. How do city kids learn man. to drive? How do you guys learn to drive? I was in the suburbs. I had uh, I had no motivation to leave like you did. Yeah. I also had no uh, early growing up experiences like you get in the city. I was uh, could have been preserved as a 22 year old burnout to this day if I wanted to be. What made you leave? Because you're very successful Probably. for someone with no motivation. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. That was it. The lack of motivation was finally the motivation. It was that it was finally after, like, when you're looking back, like, oh, that was depression. Yes. That's what it was. It was going to a shitty day job. I was bouncing around colleges. Mm-hmm. I was getting stoned as shit every night. I lived at home. If you didn't have to wake up in the morning, you wouldn't get out of bed? Yeah. No, and I was, if yeah. If I did, I always had jobs that either were like pizza delivery gas station or, or some factory job where it's like i'd be hung over and just stand on an assembly line and if i didn't show up they wouldn't even notice yeah i had a, a lot of those and then yeah. get stoned as soon as you got to work like, yes. i miss this is like i don't miss the days like i'm glad it's legal and it should be but when you're like what do you mean there's no weed mm-hmm. like that that cold feeling there's no weed i do that to myself sometimes you didn't on purpose. See the guy? oh yeah you like i'll just like time it where I can't get to the store and I don't want to pay for the delivery. And I'll just be like, the delivery. The, isn't that <laughs> yeah. funny? We you live, turn me on to that. We live, yeah. you a ganja runner? Uh, ease. Ease. I, I it, never, it's I like, won't. it's like, uh, Postmates for weed. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's dangerous. Well, that's a ganja runner. They was, delivered so. at 9 15 a.m. one morning. I was just curious if they would, and the motherfucker showed up at nine fifteen. I was like, "Okay, yeah, don't just get in my hat." That Stop. was Postmates. There's, yes. there's nobody working for the weed delivery up at nine fifteen. So funny. They outsource that. Yeah, but yeah, I was I was finally like, man, try something. I was playing music, and that made me happy. I wasn't good at it. Yeah, I was real. I was like, this isn't gonna go anywhere. I'm having a lot of fun playing music with my friends. What did you like to but, do? But you. When did Party. you figure I out that you could drank, write, though? I drank and... Because the way you put music. words together, I've always thought, like, what, there's some voice? there's some education involved in yeah, that voice. Yeah, I went to three colleges. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because you, it was getting in there. That's amazing to me when I look back at college. Like, all the... Me avoiding going to these things, I or even when I was there, like, trying not mm-hmm. to get the information in. Act, You know, it's like, yeah. you're just horny and want to be drunk. And then as you get older, you're like, oh, a lot of it's in there. It's somehow. They did something right. Yeah. I think it's just pounding in every day is what it is. I was. I think it was just watching other comics. I think everything I've, everything I've ever said, I can immediately give you the direct first generation wherever I've ripped it off from. No, I not even I like, know, Not on purpose, but like. I know what you're talking about, yes. Now I've written stuff now that I don't know all of Stan Hope's library, but oh shit, that's a subject that I've, I've, came at, I've come at it from the same approach as he has. And I basically rehashed a Stanhope bit. Not intentionally. I haven't even heard it before. But, of course, that's a Stanhope's. And then I just read his book, and it was very, uh, there's stuff he says in there. I'm like, oh, I say that stuff. And I never knew it as a Stanhope bit. Yeah. But, like, that's, oh, man, I just think like that also. Well, I think that's just your like-minded human beings. Yeah. That's yeah. another weird the process, thing. process, if it's not a personal story, you're processing 
an event or a, a, a turn of phrase that people use or something, and you'll process it with a similar mind. That's why it's hard to do current event material. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's going to be talking about this thing that happened in the news, and some comedian's going to process it the same way you're processing it. Without a doubt. Yeah. Well, and then there's also, like, I don't. People are like, oh, you like Hunter S. Thompson? I'm like, oh, I do. And they're like, do you read him a lot? I'm like, no, because when I do, you sound like him. Yeah. And he's very distinct. I like his spirit. Like, I'll go visit places he did stuff, because that's more important to me at this point. What shaped it? Yeah, because, I like, that... The tavern, Woody Creek Tavern. Ever been there? Mm-mm. It's out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Where is that? It's outside of Aspen. No, but no, no, no. It's it's just it's on the way to Aspen in this like gravel road, and you're like, oh, this was where he was kicking all this shit up, hmm. just in the middle. And you're like, oh, we could do it from anywhere if you really motivated, like that kind of yeah. No, I see what you're saying. Like those old Paul Tompkins bit. I think about like I want to drink at the places Bukowski drank. Pick any bus bench in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> so Billy, where where and when did stand up come around? I was I always liked it. I always liked comedy. I always liked being funny. I did funny things in uh high school. Like they let me do the announcements, then I got kicked off the morning announcements. Yeah, so you got you had a gig. You had a comedy gig early on. Yeah, yeah, and I and I got censored and fired from it cuz one of the teachers like was mad I wasn't taking the school news series when you were doing that in high school being funny were you thinking hey i'm gonna do this i'm gonna try to do this as a career one day i mean maybe i thought it would be awesome to be like on saturday night live or do something like that like Mm -hmm. and i was like trying to figure out how they did it that kind of stuff how old are you uh 38 sorry that's weird i had to think about it but i did (laughs) no that's all right it means not an issue for you yeah no no problem but, like, everybody just knew Saturday Night Live because it wasn't acting. Yes. It was comedians doing different stuff on a show because that's what everybody knew. I was doing a <clears throat> Wayne Fetterman's podcast, and he was talking about the history of, like, of the history of comedy. And he was talking about Chicago. And I was like, yeah. He was like, why did everybody, like, so many good comedians came out of Chicago? Well, it's because everybody went there to go to Second City because that's what they heard people from Saturday yes. Night Live mm-hmm. went through that. So it's not like they're just from Chicago. People move there. It's like, why are there so many good scientists? Well, because that university over there. Before I started doing stand-up, that's what I told people at Western Kentucky, that Mm. I was going to go, when I was done with this, to Second City. Hmm. Yeah. Because nobody knows where stand-up starts. No. You could could trace back where... Chris Farley, Belushi. Yes. You went to this comedy college? I'm going to go there. And then people that got jaded, some people did both, but other people got there like... Oh, it's all about just paying for the next class, and then they found open mics. So it was kind of like this. This oh, man, is who's, weird. Who's smoking cigarettes out behind, out behind the gig where the shitty singers on stage, but the real singers are out back going, "Fuck this, man! We can just do this at my house." Like, yes. So that's where like all these great comics. It didn't happen because of Chicago. It's I think because Second City brought them there, and then they all dropped out, or some of them dropped out of Second City. And I'm like, oh, we'll just do stand up. This is this appeals more. This is free. It's by myself. I don't have to like. That's what I loved people. about it. Was the by myself. That's why I was like weary to get into improv because I played on so many teams that I was yeah. just like, I'm tired of depending on motherfuckers. Yeah. Day in and day out. Like, just I know if I fail, it's my fault. Yeah. I can handle that. The effort is dictated by myself. When well. other people fail me, it drives me fucking crazy because it makes me feel like I failed for trusting. It's this fucking thing. Yeah. Which is, a, you know, it's the thing we work on now, and I like doing team stuff. But for a while, I was like, fuck this. But mm-hmm. I remember I was all into like that. I was like, that's the only thing you can do. I'm going to go to Second City. In this cat named Patrick Moss who was a purebred athlete. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, d- I don't know how he did school, but he went to high school with Nate Bargatze. Oh, okay. And he was like, you're funny. And this is really how he said it. He was like, you're really funny. You would like my friend Nate. <laughs> and we were drinking outside this bar. I remember being like in this cafe and him putting Nate on the phone and Nate and I talking. And he was like, hey, man, what's up? Hello. Hey. <laughs> yeah. What's up? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hey, Billy. BW. That's, he still calls me BW because that's yeah. what Patrick called me. And uh, he was, I was like asking about Second City, and he was like, "No, nah, man, I like stand up." He's like, "I don't was have he to." In Chicago already? Yeah. When you're talking to him, he was in Chicago. Like he was probably outside Zanies or some open mic then. But yeah. I was still in college trying to figure it out. That's fine because I missed him. I think he started right after I left. Yeah, and then he. It was like 2000. 
one or two, three, maybe. I left, in, th- I left in 03. Yeah, so it might have been right. Yeah. And then that's when it hit me. Oh, I should look into stand-up around here while I'm doing this until I can move. Yeah. And then I, this girl I was dating at the time encouraged me to do zanies. These girls you date really get you into a lot of stuff. At that, well, <laughs> it's, a pa- it's a reoccurring pattern if I think about it. Yeah, <laughs> these ladies are really pushing you, pushing was, your life along. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's been nice. Yeah, <laughs> they've been like, "You have potential. Do something." And I'm like, "All right, I reckon. keep touching it." <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Hey guys, we hope you enjoyed part one of our conversation with Billy Wayne Davis. Part two coming next week. Wanted to uh, remind you, Kyle's off for the whole summer. He's semi-retired. But I still have dates that we forgot to mention in the moment. So, tonight, the 23rd of July, if you are in or around Spokane, Washington, I will be there. I'll be at the Spokane Comedy Club tonight. One show the Spokane Comedy Club in Spokane. So stop on by if uh, you're in the area. Tomorrow, the 24th, I'll be in Missoula, Montana at the Roxy Theater. And then Saturday, this coming Saturday, the 27th, my Humboldt County folks, I'll be in uh, Eureka at the Savage Henry Comedy Club. So come see a show. Love to see some boogers out there. Uh, Bring some pies. Bring some baked goods. Bring yourself. That's more important. But, uh, yeah, stop by, say hello. Uh, next week we'll continue part two with Billy Wayne Davis. Uh, in the meantime, guys, if you're enjoying the show, uh, we don't plug this uh, too often. We don't want to hit you up and annoy you with this kind of stuff. But, hey, why not? I'm already plugging stuff. Uh, throw us a nice uh, ratings and review if you listen to it on iTunes or whatever uh, you know company or platform you use. Uh, but, yeah, those ratings and reviews, they help us. We sometimes, uh, you know, we forget to... Uh, plug the administrative stuff stuff falls through the cracks but yeah man spread the word ratings and reviews whatnot and uh yeah come see a show spokane tonight missoula montana tomorrow eureka on saturday hope to see you guys there see you next week the boogie monster Network.